everyone <laughs> welcome back to killer conversations true crime cases horror, horror guests, guests killer conversations killer conversations urban, urban legends <laughs> even though we've More. never talked about it or, oh well we did like a cr- we did creepy pastas <laughs> We never talked we've about never urban legends. We never talked about a single urban legend no. in the year we've been doing this podcast. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We recorded an episode and then we couldn't post it because it was too problematic. <laughs> yeah, we, so. you know, okay, so here's, I, I want to lay down for everyone because, of course, the minute we got compliments for people being like, man, this uploading schedule, though, we literally stopped recording. <laughs> but it is a coincidence, first of all. Monica's been dealing with some stuff. I've been dealing with some stuff. We're in a pandemic, which makes that stuff harder to deal with. Um, Mm -hmm. So sometimes you just got to take a a month to just get your affairs in order. You got to just like do what you got to do. We did record an episode in between this like month that we've been gone, but we talked way (laughs) (laughs) too much about our own personal lives. (laughs) Yeah, like... It was uncomfortable. It got beyond quirky and relatable yeah. to, like... Just us being, like, <laughs> sad. Like, just us talking about sad things. that And the whole point, it wasn't even a true crime episode, because me and Monica have been too depressed to talk about true crime. Um, hence the name of this episode. It was, like, a, a lifestyle fun episode, and we still couldn't make it funny. Like, it was so sad. <laughs> so yeah. we didn't post it. And then I got real angry, and we started talking about this guy I dated and pictures of him in a pumpkin patch. Yeah. And then it just turned into something really dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even... I don't know how we got from point A to point B, but... It went there. You know? Maybe down the road. Yeah. Maybe, maybe on, the, on the other side of... Uh, Maybe in our, like, two-year anniversary, we'll release it and just be like, here's us talking about things that make us sad. But... Yeah, for real. And I talk about a guy that I like. Yeah. And, uh... We talked about things that, that all- <laughs> were, like, kind of personal embarrassing, and then listening to it back, we're like, maybe we shouldn't put this out for the general public. So, using our noodle, we said, maybe let's delete it and try again. Here we are. So, it's the middle of January now. Yes. February is going to be a big month. I gave <laughs> Chessie some exciting news the other day. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, February is going to February is going to be fun. And we'll tell you in the next episode why. So yes, yes. Stay torn. Yeah, but our next episode you know coming, coming in March. We love to just be like, <laughs> we're working on something really big and then never tell you what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> every every YouTuber. Ever. Yeah, it's always clickbait. But you know what? We were blessed we're on something huge. We were mm-hmm. blessed by uh, the drama gods. I am. Yeah, we were. I we have been saying, you know what? Like we should talk about lighter things as well because this is a really hard time. We're like really going through it. Um, and but there's been really nothing to talk about because we're in a pandemic and there's nothing to do. And then God said, "Hang on a minute, I, I have something for you," and created the next. He said, chapter. Hold the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he gave us a whole nother chapter in what we know as Dramageddon on YouTube. Monica, where should we even start? (laughs) Should we start from the beginning? I have some stuff pulled up here about Dramageddon. Yeah, please. Um, So when you Google Dramageddon, there's Dramageddon 1, Uh Dramageddon 2, and Dramageddon 3. So right now I am on a website, just MLA format, baby. I'm on ladycat.fashion. Mm. No idea what that is. So there's also Lipstick Gate. We're just going to get into it all. They, they so all kind of some... like intertwine. Okay. So as this article says, so here's the skinny. Okay, I hate First that. Off, I'm triggered already. What the I hell? hate that. But okay. <laughs> like, okay, so 
I'm kind of going to paraphrase here and I'll give a little bit of background. Ooh, my hand reflected on the light right now. Look at that. We're on a Zoom call. It looks so pretty. Look at, look at my hand. She's a hand model. <laughs> so pretty. Hand model. You know me with my 10-year-old boy pre-pubescent hand. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going back to August 2018. Also, Chessie, look, I got a new phone. Oh, cute. Oh, I like the case. Thank you. Okay, so in August 2018, Shane Dawson, barf. <laughs> People just clicked <laughs> off. I, <laughs> we just lost half of our, like, listener base yeah. right now. Stay with um, us, we promise. It gets better. Yeah, it it gets better. Uh, and to give... So I'm going to expose both Chessie and I right now. Mm-hmm. We both used to be huge Jeffree Star slash Shane Dawson fans. Mm-hmm. And now we're not. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, we've accepted that. We've accepted that. We've dealt with that. Yes. Did we sit in a hotel lobby for three hours trying to buy their products? Yes. Yeah. Did we successfully do it? Yeah. Yes. But. Are we ashamed of that? Yeah. Yes. We are. But I'm not going to sit here and lie. That is one thing I will we not do. also like super hungover. <laughs> so. That's also true. I was not in a very good frame of mind. Yeah. Okay. So August 2018, Shane Dawson for those Okay, I'm sorry, I need to pause real quick. I'm in the midst of making a TikTok, and I texted a bunch of my friends, like, what's a huge red flag? Mm. And Gracie, who's going to be back on the show because she's a queen, Mm. I fucking love her. Same. Gracie texted me and said, men's existence. I mean, she's not wrong. (laughs) Points points were kind of made there. Yeah, she cut out the middleman. (laughs) Literally, but... Shane Dawson, for those of you who don't know, is a YouTuber. He's been around since the early days of YouTube. YouTube, if you don't know what YouTube is, You're, what yeah, are you doing? I'm going to say, if you don't know who Shane is or are these people, I'm going to title this episode Un- Unraveling Dramageddon, okay? Mm-hmm. So, unless they think that that's like a Dungeons & Dragons game. Honestly, really funny that you say that. Because really? I found out tonight... That this guy, who I kind of like, has a staff. Like a walking staff. He, I can tell you he probably pays, plays Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that's Which is thing. cool. He, he told me he had a sombrero. And I was like, alright, picks or it didn't happen. And then he <laughs> sends a photo of the sombrero in his closet. And I meant a photo of him wearing the sombrero. Obviously. Yeah, you're like, I know, no, I believe so, that you have one. I <laughs> I, I was like, I want to see a picture of you wearing it. And he was like, I don't have a picture of me in the sombrero. I said, you know what's really cool? You could just put that on yeah. and take a photo of you with it on. He said, yeah, there are no pictures of me that exist wearing the sombrero. I said, why would you get a sombrero and then not, not wear it? take a photo of yourself wearing it? Or just However, like, why would you volunteer that information if you're like, but it's in my closet and I've never looked at it. Like, okay. But are you thinking about like, it? That you mentioned it? I am... I'm debating writing a dissertation on this picture because first off, the angle he took it made it look like there was a stripper pole that the sombrero was attached to. It turned out to be his closet. Mm. No stripper pole. That was just me being like, is that a stripper pole? Yeah. She was manifesting for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) There was a Vineyard Vines reusable tote. Uh, Oh. oh. Next to the sombrero. Oh, God. And then (laughs) there was a a wooden turn. (laughs) Then there was a wooden staff. In the foreground of the picture. And I was like, what is that staff? What's the message she's trying like, to convey? He was like, it's my staff. Right. And I said, but why? And he said, why, like, why are you hating? For- I was like, I'm not hating. I just need to know why you have a staff in your closet in New York City. So he could part like, the Red Sea. Duh. I mean, you know, that's what I was thinking. But he was like. That's for me to know and for you to wonder. Okay, Moses I was vibes. Like, I was like, do you LARP? Do you LARP? Do you, like, play Honestly, D&D? that would make sense. That would make sense. He was like, no. I was like, I won't judge. But yeah, so currently trying to get to the bottom of what this stop's about. That being said, I forget my point of bringing this up. So I'm just going to get back to drumming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the honesty. Um, so she- There was a point. I think there was because a Because I said Dramageddon sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> Don't worry. You're start. not going crazy. There, there was a reason you said that. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. for m- telling me I'm not crazy. That means a lot. I got um, you. I got you. S- 
So, August 2018. Hi, sisters! Shane, <laughs> that pause right there was very <laughs> I'll put a sound effect in. Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star, they came out with this docu-series. Shane Dawson decided he suddenly wanted to be a quote-unquote filmmaker, LOL, every filmmaker ever laughing at him. Yeah. Uh, well, he wanted to try filmmaking like, again after making his movie Not Cool, which is... As the title would suggest, arguably not the cool. worst movie ever. It's really and there was bad. like a reality show about the making of it. Yeah, um, the reality show is really cringy but really funny. And it's, it's really good. I wish they would bring it back. I like it. <laughs> I I loved watching people do it. It's called the Chair. Okay, Everybody go watch Beauty Vlogger Boot Camp. <laughs> Beauty Vlogger Boot Camp. It honestly is entertaining. We need to bring back like low budget stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. So. In August 2018, Shane Dawson teamed up with a makeup artist who is actually really bad at doing makeup, lol, named Jeffree Star, who has his own makeup brand. Here's the thing, his makeup actually slaps, okay? Yeah. Except for a palette that I ordered from him a few months ago that had no pigmentation, and I was told I was going to get a new one and still to this day haven't. But apart from that, everything I've ever gotten from him has been, like, really good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Shane met Jeffree. And Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson both were super awful during the early 2000s. Yeah. And that has come back to haunt them both many times. They're both still very awful. Yeah. They just aren't at... Unfortunately. They're more politically correct in an awful They're better way, at hiding you know I mean. how awful they are. Yeah. So, August 2018, Shane Dawson comes out with their first docuseries, The Secret World of Jeffree Star... A few days after the last episode of that dropped, uh, this guy named Gabriel Zamora, who I can't stand, he's another beauty guru, yeah. he posted a picture on Twitter with Laura Lee, who I can't stand, Nikita Dragon, Ugh. and Manny MUA. Ugh. Nikita Dragon has gotten canceled arguably more than anyone, but one thing Chessie and I love to watch whenever we're together is a video of her pop-up shop. Yeah. The video of her getting off the elevator when the like heels clinking on the pretending there's like really some funny. huge crowd to see her and there's nobody there <laughs> like nobody cares. There's like a line for like the auntie Anne's <laughs> yeah, literally, like, not and they're like just looking at her and she's like hi. I'm like oh god, it's so the awkward. Security there was more on point than at the Capitol though. I mean, okay? not like, wrong. Some, someone had to say it for real. Um, so they this picture with four awful people. Was It was a picture of them at a party, like, flipping off the camera with a comment directed at Jeffree Star. Because Jeffree Star used to be friends with Laura with Lee, all of Gabriel. Them. With all of them, yeah. And it was some... I can't remember the exact caption. Better off without him picture? or something? Yeah, better off without you, something like that. Yeah. And it's all them flipping off the camera. And here's the thing that's crazy um, about internet beef. Is this, in any normal world, does not seem like that big of a deal. But in the YouTube yeah. beauty community... This 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 little speck of pettiness literally set off a drama volcano like like the YouTube community has that is never still seen. Going on. It's literally two years later and it's still going on. It's iconic. Two and a half years later. Literally. I mean, I've never seen they posted that thing, whatever, and then um Laura Lee got cancelled because she's racist. Um Well, that has to do with the picture because some people were calling out Gabriel for posting it, being like, you're a jerk. Like, why would you post that? And then yeah. he was like, he tweeted, and I remember he tweeted, imagine standing a racist I could never. And that was in reference to Jeffree Star. Yeah, in his past. Using the N-word. Yeah. Multiple times on camera, like, 10 years ago. There, I think there were two videos of him saying it. And this, the thing is, this bit Gabriel Zamora and his friends in the ass, mm-hmm. because then everyone found, like, Laura Lee and Manny and, like, everyone using the N-word years ago. Yeah. And Tana Mongoose. Yeah. And he just looked like a hypocrite, but he was like, I was only 19 at the time. Dude, I knew when I was, like, 11 or 12. I was about to say, like, I mean, geez. Like, you're 19. He's, like, our age. Yeah. Like... Yeah, we're 19, plot twist. Me, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm 19. So he he and Tana Mongoose were like, oh, didn't know any better, which is the same excuse Jeffrey made for his remarks. Well, he also said, um, like, the age-old excuse of, like, uh, I was a gay man and, like, people would call me really derogatory names. So, like, my defense mechanism was to call them derogatory things. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because he says it in the series, the the what is it called? The the beautiful world of Jeffrey Stars. And- the secret. The first one was the secret world of Jeffrey. Star. Yeah, in this Shane's like five part docu series he does on him. So the the honestly the downfall of Shane kind of started with that because he started making his docu series quote unquote all about people who were like need needed to be redeemed for something awful because he did it with Tana and Tanacon. And everyone's like, oh, you just... Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul. Like, you frame all these problematic people in, like, a very sympathetic light, and you don't really hold them accountable at all. And he'll say in all the previews, like, I gotta be hard on you, I can't go easy on you, but then he literally goes easy on them. Um, And the Jeffree Star thing was, was no different. It was... And looking back, you know, Shane was at the top of his game when he made the Jeffree Star thing. But looking back now, it's like, that really was... Didn't really give you any knowledgeable insight about the beauty community and the beauty world like we thought it would it was really just a five episode or whatever however long it was advertisement for their palette Mm because to to say it's going to be like this inside look at the beauty world and all this stuff and he put clips in the trailer of things he didn't include um and then it was literally just talking about their palette everything was about their palette so it was really just an advertisement over and over again which Mm -hmm. was people got really annoyed about yeah, and the issue is this scandal. So this picture got posted after the day after the last episode went up, and then all the people involved, a bunch of racist things they've done in the past, popped up. Laura Lee, she tweeted um, like the day after Trayvon Martin was killed. Tip for all black people: if you pull your pants up, you can run from the police faster. Yeah, she's and gross. a bunch of real heinous heinous stuff. So then she posted arguably one of the most iconic apology videos Ugh, ever. It's so good. It is good. so funny. We got to put the, just a sound bite of her fake crying in here. Like, oh my God. And ignorant. Like, that's what she sounded like. They all ended up posting... Um, Apology on the floor hoodie, teary-eyed videos. Mm -hmm. So Gabriel uploaded his video saying he was going to be cutting these people out of his life. Mm -hmm. Um, Manny lost 250,000 subscribers because of what happened, which I thought that was... The amount of subscribers these people lose in the midst of these scandals. I I love how someone always has the countdown going on. (laughs) I know. Like the live number of them losing subscribers. It... They're like, it's everyone fantastic. logs onto their social blade and just watches the numbers fall. Yeah, so Dramageddon 1 was about Shane posting the series. Yeah. And and they and said they kept Laura saying, Lee. like, oh, people are going to come after us and this and that. Um, so you almost sort of expected it because they sort of manipulated you into knowing something was going to come so that you would take their side because it was like, oh, well, they called it. But I don't think... Because... I think Tati released the Bi Sister video before the series aired because it was in Shane's trailer. So what happened was there were two Jeffree Star and Shane series. The first one came out summer 2018. The second one came out summer 2019. Their palette came out November 2019. Right, right, right. So Dramageddon 1, that happened yes. and that kind of brought Jeffree Star on the map summer 2018. So now we're moving to and May And the public opinion just to note was was really on Jeffrey and Shane's side. Like they the quarter public mm-hmm. opinion was was thinking that they were the victims in this situation. So then now that Jeffrey's not friends with those people anymore, he became friends with James Charles and Tati Westbrook, who are two other influencers. Tati's in her 30s, Jeffrey's in his 30s, Shane's in his 30s, James Charles was like 19 or 20 at the time. Yeah hanging out with these older people and um they were all pals did collabs together there were actually like great collabs i've been a tati fan for years never liked james charles no. never really loved jeffree star but tati just always only cared about makeup it seemed and she was the one who got james charles on the map yeah. so he slid into her dms because she was like big but she wasn't like mega star status yeah. on youtube so he slid into her DMs, and she kind of took him under her wing. He did her makeup for her wedding. Mm-hmm. She 
was genuinely the person who got James Charles on the map. Yeah. Then he became way bigger than her. Yeah. And they were still friends, but he kind of started to leave her behind. Mm -hmm. So Shane Dawson in this is recent tea that came out in the past few days convinced her Shane and Jeffrey convinced her to make a video mm-hmm. exposing James Charles because he here's was like the thing. 19 or 20 Tati was pissed because James Charles Tati has a line of vitamin gummies and she mm-hmm. was pissed because she wanted James Charles to plug you know her brand of these things and he said no I have impressionable young followers I don't want to like tell them about Anything that's, like, medicinal. Vitamins. Like, even though it's just vitamins, it's just, like, uncomfortable. She said, I totally respect that. But then, because he went to Coachella, and he could not get an artist pass for a show he wanted to get into, he texted Sugar Bear Hair and asked if he could they could sponsor him and get him I that. I forgot about this. Part. Like, and do a sponsored post for Sugar Bear Hair Gummy, which is Tati's direct competitor. So, and he didn't tell Tati about this. So, he uploaded an Instagram story being like, I love Sugar Bear hair. I lo-, which first of all, they should pay me because I just said them five times. But th- you know, I know. them like they're great. They're melatonin gummies and Tati. And guess who got him the pass? Guess who got him the pass? Uh, Fucking Nikita Dragon. Yep, yep. He tech. Yes, that's right. That's who got him in touch with these people. And Tati watched the story and felt absolutely slighted by this. She was like, "How dare you?" Which like I don't. I don't blame her. To well, be no, I mean you just like, plugged my direct point, competitor because you sold out for a concert ticket, like bruh. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I don't blame her. Like he would have been jack shit without her. Oh yeah. No one knew who he was until she literally yeah. like gave him money and management to get this kid who she didn't even know on the map, and then he won't plug her product, yeah. and then suddenly like plugs her direct competitor. Just for a Coachella pass. If I were her, like, I do not blame her for making that video. She probably could have gone about it in a different yes. way. But, like, for this whole aspect of the story, I was team Tati because... Yeah, me too. Points were made in the Bye Sister video. And yeah. it's like when Michael Jackson died. Where were you when the Bye Sister video dropped? Yeah. Because I remember I was in my room in New York and you texted mm-hmm. me. And we're like, Tati just uploaded a video called Bye Sister. And then we talked on the phone afterwards. It was it so, was a cultural reset that moment. And here's... It really was. He, and she looked so good in that did, video, okay, too. She looked I know. Hot. As I was watching, I was like, oh my god. She really was like, I didn't come to play. Like, she looked amazing. Yeah, she was like, I'm about to look snatched to take this teenage boy to town. Literally. like, Because the thing is... Her by sister video got conflicted reactions because she didn't just keep it to, I'm no longer friends with with James Charles and I don't want to be friends with him because of the sugar bear hair gummy incident. She went on the attack, you can argue, and was accusing him of... um, She did go on the attack. Coercing straight men into like making out with him and tricking them into thinking like catfishing because he, you know, James Charles wears wigs and obviously makeup like that. He like catfishes them and that he makes really lewd comments to um, like the wait staff at her birthday dinner that he's like a sexual predator is what she implies about him. Um, so it really... Those words came straight from Shane and Jeffrey and you cannot tell me anything well, else. I'm sorry. Exactly, because... She really went on the attack, and then right after she dropped her video, before you even had time to process, Jeffree Star was tweeting saying there's a reason that James Charles is not allowed in this house. He's a sexual predator. He's sick. He's this. He's that. I mean, people really, like, th- like destroyed this this kid. I guess you can call him at the time. I think he was, like, maybe 18, but who knows? He was. I think he was 19 oh, was he? when all this went down, because I think he's 21 oh. now, if I'm not mistaken. Well, but I mean, still relatively I don't, young. I don't blame... I don't blame her. I was team Tati for this whole portion of drama get into. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, screw James Charles. I've never liked James Charles. I mean, obviously, we don't personally know him, but he is arguably, like, one of the fakest people, one of the biggest clout goblins oh, yeah. I have ever seen. And listen, I don't feel this bad for not liking him goblin. because he's been out and about during this pandemic, seeing friends, going out, having parties. So, like, he's a trash human, and I stand by that. But back then... Mm-hmm. People were really on Tati's side, and her hair vitamins, like, sold out. Like, all her vitamin gummy line. And Shane, while never saying anything, like, directly, did post a picture of the vitamins he bought from Tati. 
um, with like a message that was like, love my vitamins from Tati, which was like sort of his indirect way of like taking her side on the internet. Um, Come to find out, he offered to edit the Bi Sister video. And that's what's so crazy because Shane put in his trailer for the Jeffree Star series that aired after the Bi Sister thing. He, him super surprised, super surprised reacting to the Bi Sister video like, like hands over mouth, like totally shocked, like, oh my God. And we thought we were going to see his live reaction to this video that supposedly no one knew was dropping that day. Come to find out, so he know, so here's where things kind of started to turn in the court of like public opinion. He d- uh, did not, Shane did not end up putting anything about that drama in his Jeffrey series in the summer of 2019. And it was just about their palette. Literally only advertisements for their palette. So people were really angry and started tweeting him and writing him like, where, when are we going to see what was in the trailer about you reacting to the James thing? Like, that was a huge moment in, in YouTube, like, pop culture. Like, why are you just acting like it didn't happen? Bye, sister made mainstream news. Yeah. Like, it was in mainstream news outlets. Like, this was not just, like, a YouTube thing anymore. It was, like, trending on Twitter. It was... And Tati got, like, millions and millions of subscribers out of it. James lost millions. He obviously got them back. But then... Tati kind of smarted up a bit and realized that she had been totally duped. Yeah. So, well, she saw the trailer yeah. for the Shane series and saw that he looked super surprised and was like, wait, what? Uh-huh. So then she posted another video called Why I Did It. Yeah, And that's why I think Shane response... didn't put it in the series is because he knew if he pretended for he a knew. whole episode that he had no idea that Tati was going to out him for being a liar. Which she did anyway. Well, yeah, so because like... he put it in the trailer. Yeah, so she claimed she didn't think her video would get that much magnitude, which I get it. She only had, like, seven or eight million. I, but here's where I, I have a problem with Tati. Like, if you're going to do something and you're going to do a power move, and I'm not saying that it's wrong to do that power move. I'm all for, like, that's the day and age we live in. Like, you have to be j- cutthroat. But, like, stand behind it. I, I feel like she's always trying to be like, I'm not trying to do anything. But obviously you are because you sat down and you made this video and you filmed it. And, you know, you obviously know that there's going to be repercussions because there was the last time you did it. So to sit there and be like, you know, I'm scared and I have my lawyers and I have this, but I have to say it. But I'm not trying. I don't think it's going to really take off. To mm-hmm. me, is like, obviously, you know, it's going to take off. I mean, it took off last time. And this was when Jeffrey and Shane, their series had just ended. Their palette had sold out like four times. All their products were flying off the shelves and they were like untouchable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like, f- like flying high. And then Tati comes out and is like, I'm going to cut them below the knees. Which, what was yeah. that? What was that video so- called that she uploaded? Um, breaking my silence. Oh, how could I forget? Yes. Which we'll we'll get to that. All this drama happened on my birthday. Oh my god! Year, yeah. Which like happy birthday. To and me. it was so funny because that so, morning in our group chat, we were all talking like, "Man, we're so bored. I wish there'd be some drama. Like, there's nothing to talk about because it was like quarantine had like just started." And then boom. Gabby Hanna had just deleted all of her accounts, uh, which we is like, another oh, right aspect now, we have to talk about. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, Gabby Hanna deleted her accounts. We couldn't watch her. That and oh, so, another blessing. So to finish Dramageddon 2, which was summer 2019, that pretty much ended with Tati realizing she had gotten played and being like, I feel really badly. And then James came out with a 40-minute video kind of dispelling all the rumors, admitting to some shit, proving some shit wrong. And then Jeffrey came out apologizing, saying he didn't mean to come for James, which is just absolutely bullshit and i remember james in his video was like i'm a 19 year old virgin i'm like dude to be a virgin at 19 is like not crazy i don't know why you're saying like i'm 19 and like that 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 can't make you like some sexual predator like or like sexual harass like like a harassment type person which is what he was being accused of but i mean go off i guess so yeah uh jeffrey came out with never doing this again (laughs) And then Tati followed after Jeffrey's video with a written apology on Twitter, saying she had been communicating with James through an intermediary for a week. They think it's for the best interest of the community and viewers and mental health to put everything to rest. So James then posts a public apology thanking Jeffrey and Tati for, like, apologizing. And it seemed like um, everything was just 
gonna go to bed yeah because people so, were like at this time like more on james side now than tati's because they were like the narrative had sort of switched to like he's young there's no proof he did this she's ruining his career like it's really detrimental like like you know public opinion really was like shifting at this point so then they sort of you know like like uh jeffrey went back on his word and and st- like saying like i shouldn't have done that i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm not gonna get drama and even like tati like monica just said was like i shouldn't have done that to james like i should have handled it differently so you know it's kind of like just a reaction to what the the general public was feeling at the time yeah so that was drama getting two there's Carmageddon that came before Dramageddon 3, but Carmageddon's kind of irrelevant, so we're just going to get into Dr- Dramageddon 3. Yeah, but I do so have summer Before we get into Dramageddon 3, I just want to say one like side piece of information that's going to be important for later, I promise. While this is going on, there's a whole separate internet feud going on with Gabby Hanna, Trisha Paytas, Gabby DiMartino, which is drama but not as big, where... Uh, Trisha uploaded a video calling Gabby Hanna like a psychopath that she's always talking about me. She's like, can't leave me alone. I want to be left alone. That was iconic. I loved that. I love that video. So iconic. She's on her kitchen floor. It's obviously. literally titled "Gabby Hanna, Leave Me the Fuck Alone." Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what she, she doesn't pull any punches. She's like, I am getting straight to the point, and she's like, she's crazy. I invited her to my birthday party. I've been nothing but nice to her, but she's crazy to me. She told this is at the time. Which what I'm about to say is is disgusting, but it was when Trisha Paytas was dating Jason Nash, vomit ah! we hate, um, and she was like she told Jason that I had herpes, which is none of her business, like blah blah blah, and then Gabby responded being like, well, a close friend of yours told me you had herpes, and Jason's a close friend of mine, so I told him, and that was a whole separate drama that people were getting involved in mm-hmm. was that whole little Gabby. And Trisha spat because then Gabby Hanna kind of like went off the deep end. Um, she was a meme Which on TikTok. Which is arguably me and Chessie's favorite internet moment ever. Oh, by it, far. You have not watched the, these are bullies, high school fucking bullies. I am the fucking victim. If you have not watched Gabby Hanna's video. And that's what toxic, abusive people do is they will turn around. Point the finger, pull the trigger, throw them off your trail. You'll get yours eventually. Yours eventually. <laughs> I mean, it was iconic. Guys, that was the golden age of TikTok, though. Yeah, guys, our hatred of Gabby Hanna is like borderline love because <laughs> we cannot stand this girl so yeah. much. That it's like we almost stand everything. I know she does everything about her. Just like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. It's not even like I hate her. Like, obviously, I don't know her, and I don't think anything she's done has been like that. She like, is just bad. Like, so unlikable. She, yeah, I just find There's her unlikable. I think she's very narcissistic. I don't, I do mm-hmm. not like I, that what she did to Jesse Smiles, which is a whole other thing that she's like a rape apologist, which like is obviously problematic. Um, so I do not like Gabby Hanna at all. Do I hate her and, like, want her to mm-hmm. die and, like, internet hate her? No. But I don't, no. you know, I'm not a fan of her. Her music sucks. Her music is very bad, in my personal taste. But do I, like, appreciate the memes that she gave us? Yes. Like, am I thankful yeah. for them? Yeah. What if I'm the monster? Is she stuck that's been in 2014? Yes. yes. <laughs> but I just yes. want to say, before we get into Drama Again 3, that that was a side drama that was happening that will come back later. So, okay, now we're on Dramageddon Part 3. Yes, so this Dramageddon 3, so we have Summer 2018, Summer 2019, and then Summer 2020. Oh, we love. So, Dramageddon 3, it officially started on June 21st when Shane Dawson released a lengthy statement. Uh, he announced he was leaving a community that he literally was never a part of. <laughs> Samantha Ravendahl's response to this, she has nothing to do with any of this, but I love Samantha Ravendahl. She's a beauty guru from Canada. She came into Lush when I worked there, and I was like, oh my god, I love you. This was like four years ago, but she's about to come out with her own makeup brand, which is exciting, but she, her response to Shane Dawson's statement is so funny. Whoa, what was <laughs> so funny? <laughs> Are you okay? What just happened? Holy moly. I was just possessed by the devil. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Shane Dawson, 
He said, "Welcome to my circus. My final thoughts on the beauty world." Wait, this I'm not is when the whole thing. Th- he he released this. Is this the one when um Tati said that Shane Dawson was the one behind the Bye Sister video? No, this was before that. This is when Shane randomly was like, I'm leaving the beauty community. Oh, right, right, and yeah. And, like, released that whole long yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. And was like, James deserved a slice of humble pie and, like, was super... Wait, was that before, though, or after her video? This was before her video. Her video came out on my birthday. Oh, okay. So this was on June 20th. Okay. And he released a statement saying, welcome to the circus, my final thoughts on the beauty world. Um... So, I don't remember how exactly this came out, but Shane deleted everything. I'm just going to go over it quick. So, he released this on June 20th. A few questions I've been getting lately. Did I know she was thinking about making a video? Yes. Did I tell yeah, her Yeah, because this is what Tati no. had said that that Shane... I don't think she made the video yet, but but it had come out or she had alluded. Someone had alluded. She had alluded that Shane told her to make the video. Yes, that Shane and Jeffrey were behind her making the Bye Sister video. Yes. And everyone started hating so on she, them. So she alluded to that on Twitter on June 18th. Mm-hmm. And then June 20th, did I know she was thinking about making a video? Yes. Did I tell her to make a video? No. Did I have any involvement in the video? No. Did I orchestrate it? No. Did I need that kind of drama to make a good series? No. Yes, you did. Sorry, that was me interjecting. Um, so my final thoughts on the beauty world and my experience in it, blah, 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 blah. So he's talking like he's been a beauty guru for years when he never was. He sucks at doing makeup and came out with one palette. Yeah. And then he was getting so much shit, he deleted everything. Yeah. And then he said, I deleted everything. I'm done. For those who wanted me to address it, I did. I'm sure you can find it reposted somewhere. I don't want this energy in my life or on my timeline. I'm too sensitive for this shit, and I'm done. Right. So then after this statement was tweeted and deleted, people noticed that Morgan Adams, his soon-to-be sister-in-law, Shane's soon-to-be sister-in-law, unfollowed Jeffree Star and then refollowed him and then unfollowed him again. So... Mm-hmm. Many speculated that there was something happening behind the scenes. Others noticed that one of Shane's best friends, Garrett, had been absent from offering any sort of support for either Jeffrey or Shane. Um, And then a few hours later, Shane uploaded an apology for his statement that didn't go over as well as he had hoped. Yeah. Um, And that was where he said he deserved, like, James deserved a slice of humble pie and had a huge ego. Mm -hmm. Uh, so his apology to his final statement, he released a shit ton of super manically written note, like notepad. So manic. And it doesn't even top the amount of manic that happens in the following days when Tati releases her video, Breaking My Silence. This really pissed me off. So on my birthday, Tati comes out at lunchtime because I was eating lunch and Francesca was like, oh my God. So... Tati had been treating, tweeting some cryptic things, and then, boom, drops this video called Breaking My Silence. So, five days prior, Jenna Marbles, who is one of the biggest YouTubers ever, was like, hi, sorry I was racist, I'm leaving YouTube forever. Uh, We miss you, Jenna. (laughs) I know, for real. So, a lot of people... She's not involved with Dramageddon 3, but she inspired Shane to create a formal apology video... Um, called Taking Accountability. He released released that video on June 26th. Mm -hmm. So June 26th, he released his Taking Accountability. And it was horrible. uh, Where it was about him doing blackface, mocking individuals with disability, sexualizing minors, uh, bestiality, and wild statements made on his podcast about figuratively murdering someone. Mm -hmm. So it was a 20-minute video. They only got worse after he released that video. Um, because hours later, a video of Shane pretending to touch himself in front of a photo of 11-year-old Willow Smith emerged, and the Smiths were super quick to reply. Yeah. So, then early on June 30th, it was announced in the morning that all three of Shane's channels would, were demonetized, so he would not be able to make any money off of YouTube anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was the morning of June 30th, my birthday. And then later in the day, Tati releases Breaking My Silence, and she gives the super, like, formally written statement about how she and James are friends again. Mm -hmm. She feels terrible about what she did to James, 
how she does thinks that Jeffrey and Shane are both low-key evil. And she seems, like, very torn up. Yeah. And uh, come to find out, she left L.A., lives in Seattle now with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's really heard from her, but she seemed, like, super shaken up in this video. Yeah. Because um, she really, like, very... like it, it did such a turn from the Bi Sister video where she was, like, very much speaking, like, passionately about from her own experience and then she makes breaking my silence which she like threw shane and jeffrey under the bus like obviously we can say what we believe but we don't know what's true because we have no proof she did not share the proof that she says that she has because of a lawsuit that she says she's making but she's like shane edited the video he made the thumbnail he titled it and everything I told him I didn't want to post it that day because James was staying at a hotel on a really high floor and I was afraid he would do something really drastic and Shane told me like that not to worry about that and that I should post it anyway and all this stuff which a lot of people were torn again on that video because Tati doesn't really take a lot of responsibility for her part because as much as it might be that this person who played innocent like aka Shane and Jeffrey were very much behind it and pretending and, like, masquerading as these, like, innocent people were in on it. You also, like, they make valid points of, like, you had to record it. You had to decide to publish it. Like, you know, it. you have to take some personal accountability, which I think she takes some but not enough. I think a lot of it, like, she throws trying to get this truth out about them. So once, ag- so once again, everything sort of shifted where people were then against yeah and and listen it went real quick because everyone was then like tweeting at shane and jeffrey like you know oh my god oh my god and shane decided to do the most disastrous live stream i've ever seen it was genuinely really disgusting and i watched it it made me so angry it made me genuinely dislike him and i used to like shane dawson it's him watching her video with his fiance Ryland, who's also just awful. Yeah. Um, but it's him watching Tati's video, and at one point she talks about how she's a survivor of sexual assault, and he rolls her eyes, says she's manipulative. He's like, I was calls her abused. I was molested. Like, like if it's a, a competition, some real random shit. Yeah. And uh, he, the way he talks about her is disgusting. He's like, oh my he god. He calls her some really awful things. Yeah. He, and he's like freaking and out. And then you hear his like fiance in the background being like, get off. Get off. Log off. <laughs> my mm-hmm. personal favorite part. Yeah. Uh, so that was the beginning of Drama Again in 3. Then Jeffree Star releases a very get out like apology video where he's like sitting in this the setup of that video is so funny yeah. to me. Like, the way he has full glam, mm-hmm. a wig, a robe, is, like, sitting cross-legged on the perfectly aligned Wes Anderson, like, yeah. perfectly centered sofa. You, we it, could send it to that Twitter account, One Perfect Shot. <laughs> like, the way he worked so hard on the composition of that one shot. <laughs> like. Oh, my God, I'm choking on my own spit. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so that was Jeffrey's apology. So he had never doing this again. And then he had another video. Yeah. Um, and at this point, everybody hates Shane and Jeffrey. Everyone is yes. realizing like that, that they're not as innocent in all of this as they think. And then Shane decides, that's it. I'm logging off. Like, I can't take any more of apology. Because then everybody tag teamed him about his past behavior. So it was like a double mm-hmm. cancellation for him. Um, yeah. And he was like, I'm leaving the internet for a while. Like, don't know when I'll be back. Blah, blah, blah. And that's sort of where it left off for a while now. It's been yeah. a while. And then we were, oh my God, we were really treated with some some new drama that happened two days ago. So remember? I'll let you yeah. take the reins on this one. <laughs> this is a... Uh, I, when it happened, I immediately texted Monica. It was, like, so late at night. And I was like, Trisha video. Yeah. Trisha video up now. But, so, remember I mentioned Trisha Paytas. She has beef with Gabby Hanna. They do not like each other. Trisha mm-hmm. really hates Gabby Hanna. Um, mm-hmm. But 
so okay how is the best way i could explain this without it being confusing so that's what i'm trying to think um we find out that last year in between all drama drama again one and two i believe trisha went Mm -hmm. on a trip to vegas with jeffree star and a group of his friends and the trip did not go well from what we understand by a third party who told us who was there not trisha not jeffrey a third party who was with them made a video after the trip because trisha vlogged this trip so like we know that it happened we know she was there um but this third person made a video saying i'm not going to name names but jeffrey and his friends were really really mean to this one person on the trip and it's the reason i can't Mm -hmm. be friends with jeffrey anymore and I really think that he's evil and stuff because the things that they were saying about this person and the way they treated this person was really awful. Everybody kind of knew they were talking about Trisha Paytas. But Trisha yeah. um, at the time was like, they're not talking about me. Like, it's not me. I'm just choosing to keep my distance from Jeffrey for other reasons. But, like, no drama. Like, we're all good. And people were like, yeah, right. So then a couple months later, yeah. it com- she comes out and says, yeah, they are talking about me. He was really mean to me. Um, but it's whatever. I don't want to have drama. I just like want to let it go. Um, and now, two days ago, um, Hair by Jay, mm-hmm. who was Jeffrey's hair person who was on that Vegas trip, did a live stream complaining about Trisha yeah. Paytas, who was saying that he had charged Screw her hair by Jay. way too much money for the wig that he gave her. He gave her two wigs for $4,000. He gave Trisha Paytas two wigs for $4,000, and she said it should have been more around, like, three or, like, $2,500. So she made, in her vlog, mention that she thought she was overcharged. Hair by Jay Mm -hmm. went on live and literally ripped Trisha Paytas apart, saying really horrible and disgusting things about her. awful things. Horrible things about her that I won't repeat. And Trisha was obviously very upset about this, because she said it triggers a lot of stuff for her and memories of that Vegas trip where then she kind of spilled the beans and was like, they made fun of me. They made fun of me that I don't own my house, that I rent it. They threw my Balenciaga purse in the in the trash. They made fun of my Crocs. They made mm-hmm. fun of my skin. They made fun of my weight. Like I was just like their punching bag all weekend. So I ended up leaving early. And Hair by Jay in his live is like, you have horrible skin and you're a walrus and you're this and that and just like really horrible. Oh. And even admits to saying that kind of stuff in Vegas. He's like, yeah, we said it because she was no fun. She was a dud. Like, I don't know in what world he thought that was going to come off and make him look like the the good person. For real. But I guess he thought that. So Trisha took to TikTok and was saying, you know, mm-hmm. I'm – I. I'm against Hair by Jay. I'm against Jeffrey. I think that they're very mean. They're mean girls. They're psychopaths. Like, Hair by Jay allegedly has been driving by Trisha's house, like, trying to, like, threaten her, like, scare her. So she has added security, and she made then a YouTube video um, why she's afraid of Jeffree Star and basically just rehashes all the mean things he's done. And now she spilled the beans and said that when this happened a year ago, right when she got home, she called Shane and told him everything that happened. And Shane and her like cried about it. And he was there for her. And Shane told her, please don't make a video about it. It will only make it worse. Um, which is questionable advice from a friend. Because Shane and Trisha have been friends mm-hmm. for 12 years. Um, yeah. Really close friends. And so she said, for the sake of Shane, to save my friendship with him, I'm not the type of person to tell you not to be friends with someone because I don't like them. So I tried to let bygones be bygones and, like, move forward and keep the peace. So I didn't make a video. I kept, you know, quiet. And he told me that he was also afraid of Jeffrey and was going to distance himself from Jeffrey. Then I find that Jeffrey's going on his fiance Rylan's podcast twice. He still posts about Jeffrey. They comment on each other's stuff like they're best friends. So Trisha felt really yeah. slighted by that because she felt like he just was pretending to feel bad because he didn't want her to ruin his like popularity with Jeffrey. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone in the comments of these videos was like, well, where's your friend Shane to stick up for you? Because when Shane was getting canceled in Drama Again 2 and 3, um, Trisha defended him like blindly like to to the bone she was like on social media defending him tweeting at him support like arguing with haters and she knew like nothing about the situation too like she didn't know if he was guilty or not she was she was really like just that kind of friend that was like it's my friend it's someone i love like i don't care if they're right or wrong like i'm gonna defend them because i love them um so she really like went Mm -hmm. to bat for him Um, And so people were like, well, where's your friend now that you need him to, like, defend you on the internet from these people? And Shane was nowhere to be found. So 
yeah. Trisha did say, like, I'm am disappointed. I'm really sad. But uh, Ethan Klein defended her, thank God. And her fiancé and Yula and people defended her. Um, and then she made a video saying she was done with Shane. And she blocked them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane and Ryland, she blocked on uh, Instagram and Twitter, I think. Because she was like, uh, they don't defend me. They don't have my back. Uh, they're like leaving me to lurches. He called me and said he wants to me to come over. We'll post mate and talk it out. But her vibe was sort of like, no, if you can't defend me in public, like in front of an audience, like I don't want to talk in private yeah. about it. Like I need you to come to my defense publicly. And he like won't do it. He still followed Hair by Jay then. Since then he has not. But he followed Hair by Jay still. Um, and then this is where what I mentioned comes back into play. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So when Gabby told Jason last year when they were dating that Trisha had herpes, supposedly Gabby, a few months later, which is now probably five months ago from from today, tried to, or four months maybe, tried to tell Trisha that it was Shane who told her that Trisha had herpes in the first place, to which Trisha, being like a friend for over 12 years, was like, why would you even like say his name to me? Obviously, he didn't do that. Like, he's not that kind of person. And she was like, I'm telling Mm -hmm. you that Shane told me that you had herpes. That's the close friend. And now Trisha's saying that she believes Gabby and is like, "It, it. I think it really was Shane that told her this and got me in that mess. So she blocked Shane and yeah. Ryland on everything. And like this whole 12 year friendship is now crumbling. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, I, I feel, I feel bad for Trisha because I feel really bad for her. I mean, that's a friend of 12. That would, that would honestly be, and not even as long. I mean, for obvious reasons, but like, that would be like Monica finding out that Monica, like all this time, I thought we were so close was like saying really horrible things behind my back and like pretending to be my friend. Oh, girl, I would never. Yeah, like, and that's like how Trisha felt about Shane is like he would never. And that's how I feel about Monica is like it's so secure in it that mm-hmm. it's like she would never do that. That when then someone like Shane, like there's proof that he did, it hits you that much harder. Like, yeah, because you feel like this person has had you fooled for so long and so, I mean, she was crying, and she said that she's done with them. She blocked them. She wants to move on. Um, and Shane still follows Jeffrey, at last I checked. And has said not a word. Not a, no. He, he's... And she said he has something planned. She said that? Trisha said he has, some like, a comeback planned. <sighs> Which, you know what? At first, I was like, you know what? I want to see what he has planned, because not for anything. Most of these influencers are super horrible people, point blank. Yeah. And they always make a comeback and they're always accepted and they always keep making their money. So for me, I was sort of like, why is Shane like staying out of the limelight? Not that I want to watch him or take part in his content, but it is like, like Jeffrey kept Mm -hmm. going, you know, Charlie D'Amelio went on vacation. She kept going. James Charles is canceled. He keeps going. So I'm sort of like, why did he take it where he was like, oh, I have to really like hide from everyone. So I eagerly await his comeback because I could, I could just tell that the internet's going to explode the day he uploads that video. Am I going to watch it? Yeah. Am I going to dislike it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, it's. Almost like a parallel universe because I can sort of see the next natural step in this progression is that Trisha and Gabby Hanna become friends. Oh, no. But can't you see that? Like, if, if, if Trisha now realizes, like, oh, my God, I thought this girl was a psychopath, but she was telling me the truth, like, this whole time. Like, I don't agree. I still don't agree with Gabby Hanna saying to to Jason about oh. the herpes thing because that's just not how you uh-huh. go about sexual code and ethics and in. Yeah. Like a normal person's brain. That's none of your business. Oh, that'd be so So I don't agree with that. But can you imagine Trisha's like feeling of being like, oh my God, like she told me it was him and I was like, nope. And like it actually ended up being him. So now where we stand is um, Jeffrey and Trisha had some heated tweets that were exchanged. Um, Trisha admits that Jeffrey did try and call and text her privately to apologize and make nice. And Trisha has decided to not respond because she just isn't interested in having a friendship with him, which is Jeffrey's like, that's mm-hmm. fine, but I'm not going to, you know, have a media circus or an internet circus. Whereas Trisha's like a media circus. Yeah, where Trisha's like, this is what we do for a living. And your friend decided to make it a, a public person, like 
persona business because he went on live and also doxed her phone mm-hmm. number, which is ridiculous. I don't care how much you don't like someone. Yeah. You don't dox somebody. Come on. Like, that's dangerous. I know. So, I, I'm i calling this drama getting four. That's I'm officially calling it. Yeah. Um, Trisha made a video in her, like, emo kid wig, and it was iconic. The way that oh my she God. starts that video is like, ignore this. I know. Um, I, I was doing it for another video. I didn't have time to take it off. That is the funniest. It sent me into orbit. How, I can't ignore it, Trish. It's huge. It's such a big wig. <laughs> it's, it's like this giant, crazy wig. And she's like, just ignore this as she's crying. I'm like, that's a little bit hard for me right now, Trish. I know, like, Trish... How do you expect me not to stare at this huge fucking wig on my head? <laughs> it's like, but that's like so classic Trisha Paytas. Like, she's mm-hmm. wild. Um, I wish her all the best in her engagement. I, I, I wish she'd want to come on this podcast and like talk about and I literally know. anything she wants, just because she's iconic. Her music is better mm-hmm. than Gabby Hanna's. There, I said it. I mean, you're not wrong. Cinderella. You're who not dat? Wrong. All the bitches love For real though. What I do, what I do, what I do. Want something from me. <laughs> that song, sorry, yeah. that and Freaky, Slaps. they slap. Freak, freak, mm-hmm. freak to get, freak get. <laughs> and in the next episode, Chessie's just going to sing Trisha Paytas songs. Oh, I wish. I would lo- literally love to. Go go download her Crying singles. in the club. Do it. When I the clubs you. open back up, you could bet your ass that they're going to be playing some Trisha Paytas by request of me. By request of me. <laughs> me. Requests Babylon by Lady Gaga. You're like, Trisha Paytas. Yeah. I'm like, can you play it. Cinderella by Trisha Paytas? He's going to be like, huh? He's going to be like, who? The princess of pop. Thank you. Literally. So that's Dramageddon, ladies that's the, and Yeah, that's, that's the, the, as clear as we could possibly, and concise as we can do this, like, break the internet moment of drama. And it's probably still going to make no sense, but if you're still here, we love you. You know what? If you're still here, I give you props because this is what's important right now. The world may be ending, the mm-hmm. world may be on fire, the economy's tanking, but there's internet drama to discuss, and it will be discussed mm-hmm. now. For real. It, it can't wait. So... Um, you kn- you know who we are. I don't know why I said that. I'm like, you know who the hell we are. Uh, well, we did. You know I don't. Who we be? Yeah, who else would we be? We're t- we're we're just manic people just spewing our guts about this. <laughs> like literally, who else would it be besides you know Monica me? and me? <laughs> but mm-hmm. let us know if you um want more like YouTube drama, whatever type of episodes. Because like we always say, this is our podcast. We could talk about whatever we want. Let us know if you want us to talk about urban legends, because even though it's in our awful intro, we've never talked about no. it. No, we talked about creepypasta, so. which is kind of close. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Urban legends. And more. And, and more. more. It says it right in the title. This is the more part of that. Mm-hmm. But this this so. was a killer conversation. This It was a pretty killer conversation, I mean... Like, don't mean to flex, but mm. this conversation was pretty killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm cringing at how that sounded. So without further <laughs> ado, I am Monica J. Gibson. I'm Francesca Marino. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. E- you know. Yeah, I think that's... Follow us on email. Yeah, e- email <laughs> us. Honestly, I want to hear what you guys think about this, all the the drama. So DM us or email us or something yes. because... I, I'm dying to know everyone's take. Follow us on TikTok. That's the other one. Um, yes. We love TikTok. But um, until next time, yes. Monica, do you have any any um, thing you like are dying to get off your chest in this episode? Anything that's happened in the past month? I was going to say, I have things I'm dying to get off my chest, but I cannot get them off my chest in this episode. <laughs> right, right, right. If you, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds super cryptic, but... It sounds like you want to confess to something really... You're like, I have something all right. But not on the record. I have something I want to confess, but it's to someone who doesn't. I have something to I want to confess. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, and I'm I'm about to say it. I don't okay. care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that video sends like, me. You got it. Um, I'm about to confess that.
me. I was so intrigued. I wish everyone could have seen Chessie's face right there. Oh my god. First of all, so, the face you made. Real, like, I thought I was about to really get, like, some some juicy info. I was like, oh my god, what is she about to say? <laughs> She's like, I have news. Oh. I'll give you all the juicy info off tape. Yeah, that that's the perk of us, us being no, friends. No, no juicy info. You guys have to, like, Just, log off, I, and then we get to stay on and talk about, like, the juicy stuff. I know. Do you like how I'm flexing my new phone so hard? I know. I'm jealous. I, you know, I, th- I thought my phone was broken. It kept going into like inverted colors. And I realized that I accidentally <laughs> set a setting that when you like hit the back of it, it does that. I was this close <laughs> to spending like 1500 bucks on a new phone. And I, I was like, I can't believe I have to buy a new phone. And then I realized it like was not broken. And the people at Apple played along with that. They were like, it's broken. I was like, are you sure? Like, he was like, it's broken. I did a factory reset. I did everything. I was like, oh, my God. It's, like, still doing it. They were like, it's broken. You got to buy a new one. I just found out that I had a free upgrade. So I was like, we love that. Girl. We love. We go into town. And I just so happened to have a case on the ready because I was manifesting that I would get a new phone. Love that. So I had this case ready to go. Manifesting works. There, I said it. Yeah. So, without further ado, I'm Monica Jacobs. I'm Francesca Marino. Thanks for listening. Uh, See you next time. This has been Killer Conversations. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Okay, bye! Vous avez lu l'histoire de Jesse James? Comment il vécu? Comment il est mort? Ça vous a plu